Welcome to the Chicago Camps Podcast, brought to you in partnership with Simplecast. Publish your podcasts the easy way at simplecast.fm. Today, we're speaking with Ben Lister, a Prototype Camp first-time presenter. Ben is presenting on Designing for Iteration, How We Build Prototypes at Sprout Social, to show how Sprout Social approaches prototyping as part of their business. Ben is on the design and front-end development teams at Sprout Social, of course. Well, Ben, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're really excited to have you at Prototype Camp this year. Would you mind telling us a bit about yourself, sort of you know, what you do, uh, where you work? Yeah, I work at a company called Sprout Social. Uh, we're a social media management uh, and engagement software platform for business. Uh, and in, in essence, uh, what that means is we build tools for extract value out of social media through customer engagement, publishing, analytics tools um, that work on both web and mobile. I work in sort of an interesting role in the company, uh, kind of between front-end development and design. Nice. I, I've, I've been with the company now for almost four years, um, and I've kind of seen the company grown from about seven people to 100, over 120 now. So I've had the opportunity in that time to work on pretty much a little bit of everything, from building features start to finish to designing custom icon fonts. More recently, I guess I'm focusing more on prototyping new features, optimizing front-end code, just learning more about that, optimizing the overall user experience as we build new features and iterate. Nice. Roles don't have a whole lot to basically depict what a person actually does at their job, but do you mind me asking your role? Because I think it's kind of interesting what you do. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny, actually. I, I don't really, I don't know, I don't really keep a title, but I, I guess... If I had a business card, it would probably say front-end developer and designer. Okay. Because it's sort of between those, but I don't really, I don't know. It's sort of one of those, those roles that's sort of hard to define. There's a lot of play on development and design. Yeah, absolutely. I've heard, um, a lot of times I've heard it called a user interface engineer. Yeah. That being the person who is, uh, you know, a front-end developer, but their front-end development revolves around HTML, CSS, and JavaScript inside of, like, manipulating the DOM. And they have that really, like, great eye for design and attention to detail. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's kind of what we're doing. Awesome. Do you have um, front-end engineers, then, like, people who are using HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, but are primarily, like, calling into an API to expose different endpoints and things like that, but they're still using, like, front-end languages to do that? Would that be fair? Yeah, exactly. We, have, we actually have a, a pretty large team of that. I think, I, I want to say around 15 people now that are um, sort of dedicated to that. So they're a lot of those people used to be full stack and they're yeah. more in the JavaScript realm as, you know, the frameworks have evolved. So, yeah, there's a lot, we have a lot of people that are working on that, either working a little bit with API, developing the API with that team, or just entirely in JavaScript and, um, you know, optimizing and, and building new features and frame and parts of the framework. I love it. Do you guys use any, like, front-end frameworks? We're a uh, backbone, primarily. Backbone JavaScript is, is what our app's powered by. Awesome. We're going to be talking about how you guys use prototypes at Sprout Social. Can you tell us a little bit about your presentation, sort of what the ideal audience is, and uh, you know who will want to see your presentation? Yeah, how we, how we prototype at Sprout, whether it's low fidelity or high fidelity. I think there'll be helpful information for a variety of people, both designers and developers. And I think particularly those who work in product companies or startups will, will get the most out of it. 
hope to leave people with not only tools and techniques, but really the story of how we've evolved it, growing from a very small company to a team on both design and development, and how we've stayed efficient doing that as we've scaled. And then, you know, there's many lessons along that way. So I want to share some of the failures and successes and some of the tools we've used to use and currently use. That's awesome. You guys, like, you have incredibly powerful web app, but you guys also have iPhone apps. And I believe, do you have an Android app as well? Yeah, we do. We have uh, we have a team for that too. Um, mo- mobile teams are a little bit smaller, but we have um, yeah, we have a lot, quite a few people. I think many thousands of people using our iPhone app um, and, and uh, iPad app. We also have a couple of people that work on uh, our Android app. So it's that that's always a challenge too, is getting all three of those things in sync um, as we build new features, but. When you prototype, do you do it for iOS and for Android, or do you use one prototype and try and bounce it between the two? It's sort of interesting the way we have that breaking out. We generally have the mobile designers work with the, the developers, and they sort of do the prototyping for you know, both iOS and Android, but obviously they have both very different interfaces and different pattern libraries and best practices, so that requires a lot of knowledge uh, you know, yeah. to keep up on uh, between the two. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a challenge to do, to do both of those, but... Um, yeah, usually uh, the designers work with the developers in those cases. Awesome. Are those native apps? Yeah, both of them are native. Cool. So you're using the actual design paradigms that are native to that device. Yeah, yeah. That, that's where the, the real challenge comes in because you're using the same patterns that they, you know, that both platforms are recommending, and uh, you know they're always changing. So yeah, it takes more time to do that, and it's obviously more time, more money, things like that. But you can tell in the end product, it just feels much better. The interactions are much smoother. You know, they're just much more sound. I, I, I don't know. I really appreciate companies who go that extra mile to get that stuff done. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We, I mean, we, we wanted to make sure we did it right. And we spent a lot of time. We had our iPhone app. We had people, you know, 50 people a day asking where it was, where is it? And, you know, like, wait for it, wait for it. We want to do it right. So we've been, we spent a lot of time doing that and making sure that, uh, you know, we could actually be happy with it as, you know, as well as our customers. Can you give us a sneak peek into your talk? What are some of the big takeaways? Don't give it all away, but like, what are some big things people can walk away with your session knowing? I, you know, I want to give practical advice, so I want to I want to show some of the tools that we use, some of the techniques we found helpful um, for prototyping, particularly in a in a fast paced environment. So there's you know there's going to be some some low fidelity tools that we have that are you know as simple as making animated gifs, some some tools to automate that, so you can show an interaction you know all the way up to things that are a little bit less scrappy than that, like a uh, almost you know, near production-ready deliverables that kind of mimic the assets that you would see in the web app. So we've spent a lot of time, and we continue to spend a lot of time on you know, building tools like that. So I want to sort of show how we've, how we've done that and how we came to the conclusion that we needed to do this and you know, how we were able to spend the time to build these tools and, and then hopefully show them off a little bit. I like it. That's what, what people can take away from your sessions. What do you hope to get out of the day in watching other speakers? Are there any other talks that seem interested to you? Are there anything like you're hoping that will be covered throughout the day? Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I'm always interested in, um, you know, hearing people's stories and uh, learning about their experiences, uh, you know, whether it's, it's uh, web or mobile or, you know, something completely unrelated, just, um, just hearing the story, I think, is always interesting. Um, and I think, you know, it'd be great to meet some, some interesting people who are just as passionate as I am about prototyping, user experience, and, uh, you know, I think in the end, just hopefully walk away with some fresh ideas. I love it. Have you, uh, have you been to one of our camps by chance? It's totally fine if you haven't. Uh, no, this is actually, I've, I've, I, um, I've seen it the last couple of years, but I just haven't been able to make it, but uh, I'm really excited to, to finally get to check it out and speak there, so. 
I know that you are a beer guy and you really appreciate beer. Absolutely. So one thing we do at our camps is we um, we bring in a home brewer to basically partner up with us. And the brewer changes depending on the camp. Uh, we have a few of them we work with. So I have to ask. We have O.P. Taylor Brewing helping us out this time. What beer do you want to see at Prototype Camp? Oh, well, <laughs> I, I always love uh, love hops. So anything with any sort of IPA is, is happy. It makes me happy. Uh, like saisons, you know, I'm not not too hard to please with that. But as far as style, so I just I like uh, anything that's uh, you know interesting, I guess. Well, thank you so much, Ben. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us, and uh, we're looking forward to having you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's, uh, it's been great talking to you. Thanks for listening to the Chicago Camps podcast, brought to you in partnership with Simplecast. Publish your podcasts the easy way at simplecast.fm. And don't forget to register for Prototype Camp at prototypecamp.com.